We got a sponsor. Woo. Discover Fit Cover, the ultimate fusion of beauty and fitness. Did you know? Fit Cover's sweat-proof, cruelty-free products catered to active lifestyles for both men and women. That's me and you. Founded by fitness enthusiasts, Nova Jane Fit Cover bridges the gap between skincare and active makeup, delivering nourishing formulas that withstand the toughest workouts. Oh, that's good. I've been hitting the gym lately. Love it. Revolutionise your routine and embrace beauty that keeps up with your active lifestyle. Visit www.fitcover.com to explore the range and experience the Fit Cover difference today. Welcome to Maths Caps, our weekly review of the week that was on Married at First Sight. And I'm lucky enough to be joined by pedestrian recap writer Chantel Schmidt. Chantel, welcome, co host. What are we talking about today? Oh, God, we are talking about blowjobs. We're talking about red flags of the friendship variety. And we're going to ask ourselves, can attraction grow? Surely not. Well, we're going to get into it and more in this episode. But first, I want to start with episode one. Right. Let's talk about that best man speech. Mm. (laughs) You can find solace in the fact, rancid or not, Tim will still... Tim's best man, Ben... It's kind of an asshole because he told us about all the times that Tim has received a gobby. Maybe not all of the times, but a few of the instances in which it's happened. Are we really still saying gobby? Do you call it gobby? What do you call it? You actually call it a gobby? I do call it a gobby. Dude, put that away. Why? What, what should I be calling it? Nobody says that anymore. Oral? Um, Columbus, obviously. Columbus? You mean cunning lingus? That's the one. Wow. <laughs> Good thing that I'm here to guide you through life. Palatio anyway. uh, head. Let's keep going. Sucking one oh, off. Oh, right. <laughs> going down. However you want to spin it, we learn all about Tim's gobby history, his head history, his fellatio history. Now, first I want to talk to you about, I feel like this is a rite of passage. Tell me if I'm wrong, but we've all given or received a gobby in a car, right? You know what? What's funny is I don't know if everyone has. I feel like everyone has. In a moving one, I'm not sure. Well, it's highly illegal, so we shouldn't be doing it. But I feel like also like drinking underage is illegal and all of these other things are illegal, but we do it. It's part of growing up. I right? love you talking about this. I can just like, it's just so funny do to me. Do you? Or is it kind of uncomfortable? A little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about teenage Chantel giving a gobby. Anyway, moving on. Oh, I feel like it's a rite of passage. Now, obviously, I want to know if I'm alone, if Ollie's alone. So I want to put it up in the poll in the Spotify episode. Have you given or received a gobby in a moving car? <laughs> I think it's the moving. <laughs> this is so funny that we're talking about this in the first A time. moving or a still car, right? Okay. Uh, no, I like moving car. Okay. Let's I like be moving illegal. car. Let's okay. be illegal. But that's not the point. That's not the point. A wedding speech is one of the very few opportunities that we have to tell someone how much they mean to us. And he fucked that. He completely fucked it. And he decided to instead tell everyone about this man's sexual history not just in front of his new wife, but in front of the rest of Australia. Mm. Mm? Yeah, look, I think it, I find it funny how the best man speech is always sort of meant to be something that's a little bit risque because it means that so many times people get it wrong. And this dude, I know for a fact, would have been told by production not to tell Tim about the speech he was going to give. I 
wanted my speech, my best man, to tell me the speech before he did it mm. and he refused because production were pressuring him not to. So I guarantee you Tim did not see that speech. Well, I feel like this is the difference between men and women when it comes to weddings because men's friends sometimes you just can't trust it, right? You wanted to see your friend's speech. Mm. I wouldn't need to see my friend's speech. I would trust her to give me a wholesome, heartfelt Beautiful speech that tells me all about how much she loves me and my new partner. That is not a relationship between bros. I want you to know that right now. Exactly. You uh, don't trust and you just <laughs> let go and let God and that's fucked. It's fucked, Ollie. Because we usually say this crazy stuff to each other in private, but now we feel like when there's a lot of people um, that we are going to say it again and it's going to have the same funny, jokey banter, but it's not at all. Oh, I think it's fucked. And what else I think is fucked mm. is the way he degraded Sarah. He alluded to the fact that she has a rancid vag. It's no, not nice. No. It's not nice. He wasn't alluding to hers vagina as that. I disagree. Okay, well, he shouldn't have spoken about her vagina in front of everyone. He I, shouldn't have said what he said. He shouldn't have referenced it. No, I agree with that. And I think that you can interpret that the way that you want and I wouldn't be surprised if there were many women around the country and then in the UK and the US following this that are going to interpret that as a degrading comment to a woman. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of friends being a reflection of you, yes. um, episode two, we met Jack Bleak. Super Stud. <laughs> he's the alpha male and he's got beautiful, sexy eyebrows with a beautiful makeup. Nothing is more masculine than eyebrows and makeup. There's contouring on that face, right? Do you think so? Yeah, he looked like quite airbrushed or something. Yeah, like there was a is... lot of manicure there. Yeah. Did they put makeup on you before the wedding? No, 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 no. No, okay. honestly, honestly, yeah. they didn't. Um, they de-oiled me yeah. on, on, because I, I, they I, I, I had too much oil. Because <laughs> right. I put like a, a, a lip seed oil or whatever it is. Well, I can't remember what it's called. Put it on my face and they were like, you're too oily. We've got to get that off. So they walked me back and I brushed it. But sorry for another day. We met Jack. Yes. Um, this is a man who potentially, some people would say, has red flags. Uh, one, one red flag that Tori's friend has noticed is that he only had PT clients at his wedding. <laughs> For me, I'm kind of like, why is everyone here a client of yours? Where are your long-term relationships? Because that's what I want to see. Yeah, I think that's red flag. Massively. Because I want to ask you, mm. how many people are saying no to being on TV? Yeah, even as a background. Like, was it hard for you to get your friends to come onto TV? I filled up 20, I reckon, in about four days. Well, aren't you, Mr. Popular? <laughs> well, they had a lot of partners that were... I had a couple... Right. My, my sister was like, can I please bring my best friend? She's coming down from Sydney. Yeah. I hadn't seen her for years. Um, so there was a couple of uh, ring-ins like that. But you're right, everybody did want to be a part of yeah. um, the chaos. And it's not about quantity, right? I'm not expecting him to have 100 friends. But I am expecting him to have at least one solid friend that wanted to be part of his big day. I know it's not a real wedding, but a big day. He's going to look back on this for the rest of his life. Remember that time when I married at first sight? Mm. Who's he sharing it with? His parents and his clients. I will, I will 100% agree with that. I think, you know, you are the friends that you keep. You think? And if the friendships that you have with people have a relationship that is centred around like power mm. in this person or a service. Yeah. If those people are coming to your wedding or you don't have that many friends and it's just a lot of family members mm. and people that don't particularly know you 
or you find out later they don't they don't even know that person that well. Yeah. Um, you make a valid point. I mean, if you asked me to come to your wedding, you, my boss, what? I would feel like. Do not ever say that. <laughs> someone that I work with, yeah. you would feel obliged to go, right? Because yeah. you have to keep that other relationship <laughs> intact. So true. So he's using, you know, I don't know how it works and how his brain works, but from where I'm standing, I don't feel like those clients necessarily had a choice that they would mm. if they were his friends, which we know, know he doesn't have. So, <laughs> If you don't have a lot of friends or you have interchangeable friends, mm. friends that are kind of around once every six months and then you're on, on to a next, everybody kind of knows that there's an unwritten rule that that is... Shady. Shady. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And look, as much as Tim looks like a lovely guy, as soon as his friend got up and said that speech, I questioned him. So I said, you if think you've got friends like that, that's interesting. It's right. a boy chat. What does he say with the boys versus what's he, what he says with his girlfriend? Yeah, but can the boys not say... Of course they can. Yeah. But I think that it is telling that he may have a different... I don't know. Like, yes, you boys can have boys chat, but I think that when it gets You're right. it was disrespectful a, to their partner, that's where it gets a bit ugly. It is a look into the crazy side, the let loose side of Tim, which we obviously haven't seen yet, just like we haven't seen that with any of the people in the show yet because right now we're getting job interview them. Yes. We're getting, hi, yes, oh, it's a pleasure. It's when the cameras have been rolling and in your face and you don't even notice them anymore, which I would say um, happens maybe week three-ish. Mm-hmm. So we're in for one. We're in for one. That's when the veil starts to show. I always say about this, I always say about this show, you can't fool Australia and you can't – what? What do you mean? You can't, oh, you can't fool. I you thought you meant like fool. Like I, you no, can't you can't go fool. Australia so some, <laughs> sometimes people are – People think that they can portray this character as to who they are, mm. but you can't do it for four months, which is how long you're filming for. Yeah, which is indicative of a relationship, right? Exactly. Right? You can so put on true. your best hat or put your best foot forward, but they're going to find out. They're going to find out what if you're a narcissist. <laughs> okay, so later on in the week we find out that Jack does not have an immediate sexual attraction mm. to Tori. Do you feel any sexual chemistry with me? I didn't even want to sleep with you. And also that Timothy, Tin Man Timothy, you know, the Tin Man tattoo doesn't have a heart, etc. He also is struggling with an attraction to Lucinda Light, the most beautiful woman to ever go on maths, in my, in my humble opinion. Why is that your humble opinion? Because she is just so caring. She's so beautiful. Mm. And I say that from an inside-outside perspective. Yeah. Like, you know, she, yes, phys physically she's amazing. But the way in which she cares for Tim even though he is not giving her a whole lot at times, mm. is pretty amazing. So they go to this, like, painting class. He's very uncomfortable. And also the model, she makes the model feel really comfortable. She's gassing her up the whole time. She's mm. saying, wow, I love your curves. Like, it's just a really great quality to have in someone to make everyone around them feel like they can be vulnerable, feel like they can be accepted. Not everyone has that quality. And I think everyone's getting lost in the, you know, the way that she speaks, the way that she carries herself, the fact that she's from mm. Byron. But really there's a good, solid human being under there. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like there is a condescending nature of when a person is portraying that this is what we do and I do it like this and therefore what you're doing isn't is not on the frequency of what I'm doing. 
you've got a piece of paper, I have a scroll. I don't know. It gives me an aura of that sometimes. I could be wrong. You get a bit of a pretentious vibe. A little bit Which sometimes. is okay. You know, I mean, it's valid to have that thought, but I think that until she actually says something, not the way that she says it, but until she actually says something that gives off that, I'm choosing to believe that she's just a good, solid person. Mm. I've been fooled before. The jury's still out for me. Really? Yeah, I'm going to play it safe. Okay. But anyway, back to the situation, which is that she... She's finding that her husband is not attracted to her. Timothy is not attracted to Lucinda Light. I want to ask you, do you feel like if the sexual chemistry isn't there from the get-go that that can be built? I think it can be built, but, you know, I think it's bloody hard and I think that years need to go into it. And how long do they have? Eight weeks. Eight. They got four months if they want to really string it along. Does it actually go for four months? No, it goes for three months. Fuck. Goes from like August to November, and then there's a reunion. But you look at it, right? You look at sometimes you're working with a person for years, and then one day you're like, hmm, okay. Christmas party's coming up. Let's What's, fuck. <laughs> I had a dream about this person. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's changed my psyche about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that that's going to happen in I, – I think it takes a long time and I don't think you can force it. I think it needs to be organic and come from nowhere. Well, it's funny that you say this because, as you know, I work within the maths news cycle and I've seen that Tori and Jack are the couple that are rumoured to still be together. What? Not Jaden and Eden, Tori and Jack Woo! still together apparently. That's sick. That's You're exciting. Into that. Why the hell not? Okay. That's an that's a underdog story. That's some Stephen Bradbury shit right there. Yeah, right. And attraction can grow, clearly, because yeah. at the moment he is saying, I'm yeah. not feeling it with you, even though can you just... homeboy, Jack is having candlelit baths with this woman. He's kissing her on the he's... honeymoon, but he doesn't feel it. He's trying. He's trying. He's trying to feel it. What, you want him to just stand there? Let the guy try and feel. <laughs> <laughs> Give that man the erection he so deserves. Yeah. Jesus. Okay, so moving on. This is a segment that I'm introducing and I'm very excited about it. Frankenbite of the week. Frankenbite should be illegal, in my humble opinion. I believe it is in the UK. And that's why the math show over there is not as popular. Interesting. I thought the UK would be like the biggest culprits of it because if you look at their reality TV history. I know, but they've had, yeah, they've got, well, that's the thing. It used to be in place. Right. And now there's been a law that's passed that says that it can't be. I believe, don't quote me 100% on that, but there are rules and regulations that say you cannot Frankenbite. But luckily in Maths Australia, you still can. And um, it's so easy to find. So a Frankenbite, for the listener that doesn't know, is when you chop up a sentence to make it seem like a sentence that potentially isn't there. They do it all the time. Sometimes it's like, oh, we just need this person to say who they're talking about. And other times they're trying to cut a sentence together to make an angle seem um, a certain way. The key to look is the changes in shot. As soon as you see a change in shot, you're going to hear most likely a different audio. As they would have just kept the same person speaking the whole time. Mm. Here... Mm. What did, you, what did you pick up? Okay, so here's this? my here's my Frankenbite of the, of the week. It is when Jack and Tori are at their wedding and she is being warned by her friend and she is essentially saying, I can handle it, showing the audience that whatever this dude is going to throw at me, she can handle. Yep. I'm a dominant person and I don't take bullshit from anyone. Hear I that? can handle my own. That is my job, to deal with strong men. Hear that? It jumps. 
when it comes to Jack. I'll handle it. I got this. Honestly, I don't see any issues at all. So I want to reference, did you hear that last line there of I don't see any issues at all? Yes. So that is her being asked about Jack personally, right? However, they have cut it to say that she doesn't see an issue in her challenging Jack's behaviour. You can really hear it. You can hear the volume go up and down a little bit. You can hear where it's not quite fit. But I think that when we're watching it as viewers, because we're visually stimulated as well, I'm clearly not visually stimulated right now because I'm sitting across from Ollie. (laughs) And therefore, I have picked up on this Frankenbite that you're speaking about. And it's actually so fucked up. But one thing that I did notice this week was, I don't think you would consider this a Frankenbite, but you, you tell me. Yeah. So basically... This week we saw Mitch Aynord come back mm. to support his brother, Jaden. Mitch Aynord? I think it's Aynord. Mitch, please don't come for me if that's not how it's pronounced. I'm come trying. For come for it. That's can't come be. for me. <laughs> All right. Okay. What are Just you doing kidding. there? Sorry, sorry. I got off track. So anyway, so Mitch attends Jaden's wedding. Right, And the whole time they're setting up that Mitch made mistakes last season, not last season, the season before last, that Mitch made mistakes, he's regretting them, he's thinking about Ella, blah, blah, blah. Then everyone who watched Mitch and Ella's episode knows that they were smelling each other. It was very sexually charged. There was a lot of, you smell nice, you smell nice, ooh, licking lips, blah, blah, blah. Then Eden comes up. She says to Jaden, you smell good, but you don't see her face. Mm. So did she actually say that? Or mm. did she say that to bloody her. Lauren yeah. three weeks later and they've gone, fuck yeah, we got her to say it? Mm. I think you could be right. You know, I think you and definitely then... could be right because it's a beautiful link. It's a beautiful little, oh, you missed out. You didn't give maths a chance. Yeah. You know, if you only had of, if you only had of committed to the experiment 100%. That's my first John of the year. It's going to get better. It's yeah. going to get better. Yeah. But no, you're right 100%. But I'm and glad you're picking up on these Frankenbites and you're going to bring them every week because they literally just go over my head. They're fun. I was sitting there going, I'm going to find one. I'm going to find one for the podcast. And that was the best I had was, oh, her face wasn't showing. And you've gone, oh, look, that, that, that. So very excited for the weeks where I'm being fooled and you will burst my bubble. Okay. Shall we do a friend zone, happily ever after and divorced? Let's do it. I'm going to jump into friend zone and it's going to be Collins and Natalie. I think it's already so fucking obvious. I love that guy. I love the fact that he said that the next day. Hey, I just want you to know, I'm not feeling 100%. I'm in this wholeheartedly. But at the same time, this is really, really unfamiliar territory yeah. for me. I love that. That takes a lot. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of men don't do that. Yeah. They, they put it inside. So shout out to Collins, WA boy. I'm rooting for you, lad. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go divorced Tim and Sarah. Yeah. It's just looking like it's, look, beautiful. They both seem like they've got really sweet traits. I just don't know about the longevity of it. And that's okay. And you know what? Sarah is pumping throughout those trailers. She's crying. She's yelling. It doesn't look good. Something happens to Sarah and it's either Tim's fault or it's someone else's fault, but it's not a good experience for her from what I'm seeing. Happily ever after. I'm going to go... Jaden and Eden are obvious, right? Yeah. Like I feel like you that's really obvious. like Jaden and Eden. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I feel really fucking bad that Eden had a partner that fucking slept with one of her best lifelong friends. That is disgusting behaviour. Mm. 
And so I really just want to have her happily ever after. Is that so horrible to believe? Well, look, I hope at the end of 12 weeks that's what we're talking about. I think they will. I think that because Jaden is Mitch's brother... They want that to, you know, surprise everyone that he finds a happily ever after. And I think because this happened to her, she wants to have a happily ever after. They're setting Australia up for a happily ever after for Jaden and Eden. Speaking of which, here is our happily ever after. You have been watching Maths Caps. We're going to be doing this every week. Um, so, yeah, stick along for the ride. That was a good first week. I'm keen on the second. Yep, more weddings, more honeymoons and more honesty boxes. See you then.